0: Hello, Hello, Marco. Thank you for joining me in this uh, informal public uh, conversation. I am Max, and uh, I think I'm going to share our detail maybe in the description of this this recording. I don't know how to call it, but as I was saying to you off the record, I don't care. I just want to do it. Um, Maybe I should say why we're here first, and then you may uh, try to give your opinion about it. Uh, The point being here is uh, uh, trying to think aloud together with somebody more trust, like you for instance. Uh, The thing that I've been doing for the last 25 years. So I know that I can think quite well if I am alone, but I think much better if I think aloud and I think much, much better if I'm thinking together with another person. So this is the main reason. The second reason is that I want to build a habit of doing this, and uh, we kind of did that uh, on our own, and I was thinking Mm -hmm. that maybe recording and having something to review and annotate, uh, it can be really valuable, can be a treasure, because very frequently we share some gems, some pearls, and sometimes I say, I need to write this down, but then forget and it's lost forever. So sometimes we joke uh, and we say, imagine if we could, uh, if we had recorded all of the things we said in 25 years, what we we had, what we would have right now. So this is the the second reason. The third reason is that I committed uh, to my friend, David Orban, and I want to say hi to, and thank you, David, that I would have done this. And so I'm doing this for him as well. So I would send him the proof that I am accountable. (laughs) And um, so Marco, um, I don't think I am interviewing you, Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure about sharing a lot of details about us, but I want to pass the floor to you to give you the chance to introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Marco. I've been uh,
1: knowing Massimo for about 25 years uh i work in london i live and work in london um i'm doing visual effects at the moment my second big passion is music i am a composer i mainly focus on soundtracks but i i love to partner with other people and um, support them doing different type of things for instance we just released, Frank Pollucci and myself, we just released a song called Angels for which I wrote the lyrics. And um, I believe I'm a fairly creative person. I have, um, you know, a rational side, a very, very artistic side. And I've been working all my life to make, to, to make them Complete each other and to to find a balance. And I'm working as well towards trying to be a good human being, I guess.
0: So. Fantastic. That's fantastic, Marco. That's much more than I would have expected. What do you think about uh, strangers that introduce themselves in podcasts like this? Uh, I have something to ask you about. how can we make something interesting out of this? And if you have any example of somebody else doing podcasts that you really love and how they make them interesting.
1: I have to be honest. I am not listening to podcasts a lot. Um, I do have a few. Well, I I actually, uh, I I subscribe to a lot of channels on YouTube. And the reason why I'm using YouTube is because usually those channels are talking about either well, one of my passions science or science um, or news. And the visual aspect is still quite valuable, especially when it's down to tutorials or illustrating things in a, that, that are complex in a simple way. So I tend to prefer those to podcasts. Um, but yeah, introducing people is not easy, right? Because you want to be short enough, but then give a good representation of, of the person. And we are all quite multifaceted and interesting and deep. And I don't know, just just one aspect. I feel like it is the, is the way to go very often, but in the end, it's not the most interesting way.
0: What if uh, we don't care about the audience? and we do this for ourselves? It is just new and you. Yeah. Um, let's try to play this game. Um, this video might not make it on the internet. Never of course. ever. Or it could be the first one of a long series. What if, I mean, I feel the pressure of, I have been feeling the pressure of talking to an audience, satisfying somebody that is difficult to focalize on, uh, to identify. So I tried to use my approach as a designer by doing research, interviews, uh, creating prototypes. And then I said, this is too much work. It is stressful and it's not fun. I'm not enjoying it. Uh, so the reason why we're here It's that I want to convey the kind of mood that I want to create. It's like we're having a call, our usual daily call or twice per week call, where, of course, we're talking about our lives, about everything, family, life, death, health, wealth, technology, music, art, God or not God. And then we come up with those, you know, pearls that, I mean, at least to me, they make me feel like, it was really valuable. I spent some time, some quality time by thinking and expressing myself and exchanging every validation, having a critique about something I think about. Uh, so besides all of the, the formality of uh, introducing myself, I mean, I'm the author, I'm the guest, who are you, what did you do, what do you want to do? Can I say that I don't care? I really don't care. I, I really would like to, to get into the, Max Marco as we know ourselves um, mm-hmm. and this can be connected to anything um, the things that I would love to share with you today is that if this is successful it means that I'm going to do the number two and the number three otherwise this mm-hmm. is just a, a nice chat we have together. no but I guess uh, what I want to do yeah. Just let me let me finish just a second. What I want to do is I want to do a little bit of work on top of what we're doing. So I will consider this just a, a free-flowing chat where we go, you know, on a roll free. I am recording this, so I will review it and I will extract only the things which are interesting and I want to connect those. So I know I know that it's difficult to come up with something right now but I don't care about being smart, being brilliant right now. I just want to have this exchange with you and get in the flow. Is that making any sense?
1: Yeah, completely. I think there is a big difference between us chatting. And again, we've been doing it for 25 years on a, on a very regular basis. And then having to record content that other people may find interesting. And in the, in the first instance, what happens is that... We call each other because we, we want to tell a story. We want to tell something that happened, either because it's exciting or maybe it's puzzling or maybe it's concerning, whatever that is. But essentially, just the simple act of verbalizing what
0: happened, it's, that, it's interesting. That this is what I want. Can I, can I try to mm-hmm. facilitate this and try to create a spark? Yeah. yeah. For instance... I know you've been doing, you've been researching and you've been on a path of being not only creative, but becoming a professional artist as a, as a composer, as a musician. And now there are songs you've been writing, you've been publishing, you've been co-writing. So tell me about that because you didn't tell me anything recently about yeah. the latest song Angel. It's, so why don't well, you tell me that story?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I, I would love to do it. First of all, I feel like I've contributed, you know, I've just contributed to the lyrics. The song is not my song, but that makes it even more special to me. And that's the case because whenever I'm creating something on my own, I have to face my own image, taste, and essentially, my own limitations, right? It's really difficult to surprise myself with with what I'm coming up with because essentially it's me all the time, and I, I find it boring, right? I know myself for for uh, I've known myself for 46 years, so collaborating with other people it's always a little bit more exciting because you you get to. Hello. Um You get to surprise yourself in the way of responding to the other person, and um, happened. And did Frank, you surprise yourself?
0: Very much so. Very I want to. So. I want to know about that. This is what yeah, I yeah. want for me. How did you do that? What happened? Tell me more about. Yes. It.
1: So, Angel, Angels. It's um. It's a song that Frank Polucci wrote, and he sent me a demo as he does very often and in that demo which he recorded in his own uh, in his own uh, home studio he sang kind of sounds rather than words right okay but the melody was there the the uh, arrangement was there for the majority of it at least the inception was there and i felt like there was a, a strength in the whole thing and there was a seed that i had to plant and or 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 i don't know i could use the michelangelo's um famous sentence the the words were there i just needed to remove yeah you know what was extra and just reveal them
0: why did you like it why uh, did you
1: feel motivated to do that it was very it was a very inspired process it was very natural and uh, the way i've approached it was respect was inspired also by a conversation uh, frank and myself had here in london when he came to visit and we had um, we had dinner at at my place with my wife and uh, we we chatted about very profound things about life you know death and uh, doubt and struggles and mental health and all of the things that you would only talk about with a very very good friend
0: okay and
1: angels essentially it's about it's a song about human resilience it's a song about the strength we find in ourselves to overcome the impossible challenges that we humans have to face all of us and some people can find this strength in themselves Mm -hmm. and can be very aware of it they have their own techniques some people feel like this strength has to come from another place so they they read that as a mystical um event, and so they would call this this inner dialogue, this force, uh, inspiration, um, you know, the, the act of a, another being, of an angel. And I didn't want it to talk, I, I didn't want it to make a religious song, but obviously it's a song that I hoped could be universal and could talk to anyone Religious people and, uh, and and atheists, and th- it doesn't matter which religion really, because it's um, fundamentally a human song.
0: What did you? What kind of context did you think about when you were writing the lyrics? In terms of time frame, was it a song for today, or for the future, or for I, the past?
1: well i uh, essentially because i was trying to talk about human nature and i was trying to talk about s- struggle and uh, and overcoming that struggle and healing and hope and all of these things my idea was to 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 be very universal and uh, timeless i know it sounds very egotistical but i I didn't mean it that way. I just wanted to do something that people could relate to and um, could be maybe helpful even.
0: Um, I know there's somebody that uh, that told you that found the song very mm -hmm. helpful in a particular moment of their lives. Can you share more about that?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll try to do it without revealing much about the person because I don't think it would be tactful, but essentially this person um got in touch saying you know the song was very much appreciated and um and at some point um the person wrote it's a lifesaver and that made me really think hard you know like life saver wow that's powerful
0: that's That's powerful
1: exactly so i essentially i wanted to to get in touch And that person is a friend, but we haven't been, uh, well, uh, we started obviously as, as colleagues, but we, 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 we have a very good relationship, but um, that person lives in a different continent and we haven't been chatting for a long time. Okay. Um, But then I thought, okay, maybe I need to look into that, you know, maybe I need to help. And I figure out that, yeah, um, she was going through a very rough patch and she needed to talk and, uh, uh, and the way the song was described was something that filled the air and it filled it with the feelings, the same feelings she was feeling at that moment in time. And that made it okay to feel that way because she could relate she could she she would feel understood and she could relate to you know other people and other people could relate to her and kind of equalized the
0: the moment. How do you um, feel about this reaction? Were you expecting this kind of reaction by anybody?
1: No, it never happened to me, but maybe maybe it was in what I hoped for, maybe I recognize the strength since the demo, since the inception. So it it all goes down to what Frank wrote really rather than the lyrics, but maybe the lyrics are just me again, removing the the extra bits and kind of condensing it, condensing this essence into words.
0: Um, Marco, something that I'm really deeply passionate about is, that, is creativity, as you well know. Uh, and uh, I find fascinating to listen to stories like, like this one that you are sharing. Um, and I know your past, so I was thinking, would it make sense to say, to ask a little bit more provocative questions like, um, you have been composing and writing your own music for many years. Your profession is not in the, in the music industry and you have some aspirations. I'd like to, to ask you what happened there with the songs with angels? Is that what? the product? the work of art? Uh, what about the success of it, if, if any? What about this kind of reaction? How would you see this kind of work in the context of the things that you want to do with your own music?
1: well the thing is you always uh, respond to the urge of creating right it's it's a need for certain people it's a need it's a way of feeling better to to find a place in life and the in this world so you're doing it because you have to do it it's not because you want to you want to get rich at least i like that not for, like not that. for me not for frank i'm sure um our ambition is just to maybe maybe do something we believe in or we, we find beautiful. It's emulation, right? We love so much music uh, and uh, and maybe as a kid, you want to do the same because you admire other people.
0: Yes, of course. But
1: then, then you're, once again, you face reality and its challenges, which means we're all adults and we have to provide for our families And this is where the work of art, so to speak, you know, what this pure entity um, has to confront the market, has to confront um, the idea of earning money. And, you know, it's down to how much time you can dedicate to creating versus doing another job that earns you the money you need to, to.
0: do you think that um, the, the strong, harsh contrast between living uh, a normal life, where you have to work and provide for a family, just any other normal human being, and having the urge to create anything, especially in music, do you think that is beneficial or detrimental? How do you see the relation between the two?
1: I mean, if you were asking me this question twenty years ago, I would I would have said it has to be absolute because otherwise you cannot reach greatness. But I guess now I made peace with this idea, and um, maybe I've managed to <laughs> to uh, wrestle enough with my ego and accept the fact that. I shouldn't aim for greatness anymore. I should aim for happiness. And I think in order for me to be happy, I need to keep a lot of things in balance. And um, being so absolute as I wanted to be when I was 20, and that's normal, right? It's it's, it's part of being um, that age group. I think that's also very, very dangerous. First of all, it may not be sustainable. Secondly, you may have to compromise more than you realize. So you may be actually a lesser artist just because you have to, you're aiming to a stellar success rather than being honest and being humble and take away from the table all this kind of pressure I think if you can if you can sustain yourself and reduce the pressure the external pressure and have you know only the urge of doing something you believe in um, I think you're in a much better position I do remember vangelis saying and vangelis you know super successful but he's kind of he kind of um, retired from film scoring and uh, he, he he was composing every single day because he, he was doing it in real time with his setup, but he released so little of his music. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting because essentially he didn't want it to be pigeonholed into what was his successful music. He released, he created so much more and he felt like the music industry was only able to promote a little chunk, which was the the the, the replication of what's been successful before.
0: So I want to make a, a project. Want to make a commitment, Marco. Want to make a commitment to you, Marco. Um, you are sharing so many inspiration that I will collect them. And if you want, I mean, you want, we can uh, go down those roads together. I want to ask you, I have some questions to ask, but I also want to be respectful of your time. We are about at the 25 minutes mark, and I want you to close without rushing. Do you think we can go over the 30 minutes? Do we have time? Let's try. Okay, so I, I keep on asking questions because I want to I wanna reserve at least five minutes to wrap and close, uh, because I need to reflect uh, aloud together with you. So, among the many things you said, something is clearly related to my experience in another field and what I do in life, and which is uh, fragmentation and dispersion of energies and the, the struggle to, for continuity. So um, you, you donated to me, you, you made a gift to me, which is a, a bass guitar, which is a fantastic tool, and I still think about it each night before I go to sleep. And uh, I've been playing uh, that guitar in two years, maybe ten hours, no more than that, because I am lazy, because I am not responsible, because I don't have time. But I feel so happy when I, uh, you know, uh, strum the strings. I don't remember the word for that. And uh, only by doing a little exercise, I've learned. I've learned small riffs, and I have mastered memory, I know how to put my hands, and I realized, I think the most important outcome of that experience is that uh, I realized how much it is hard to play an instrument. It requires a lot of time, and that has been the same, you know, to uh, learn how to type, how to read, how to write, you know, about my experience about writing every day, one year for three years, and it was painful, but extremely satisfying, and I felt changed. So, How do you steal moments like this one to have a deep, critical, qualified, inspiring exchange with me, like stealing time to play or to to jot down some musical themes that were coming to your mind or to listen to somebody else doing to get inspiration? Because... We keep on saying, I don't have the time, I I, I have no time to do that. I mean, I'm I'm traveling, I'm working, I have a a shipping to do with this family then. But it seems like the urge to do it is not preventing us to do it. So what are your approaches, your tools, your tricks to steal Mm. the time to build continuity?
1: Well, it may sound a little self-destructive, but the reality of it is, is that I can only do it at night. And I try to be judicious. I know during the week, I know I'll, I'll have to work really hard so I cannot do crazy hours and uh, and again, you know there is work, there is family. So I do have commitments that have to take priority. But then maybe the weekend uh, offers a bit more opportunities. But also, I think about those things all the time, there is a part of my brain that is dedicated to music, another part that is dedicated to visual arts, another part that is dedicated to gathering knowledge and thinking about things, and uh, obviously I'm I'm making it sound like uh, (laughs) I'm schizophrenic and I'm keeping things separate, but what I mean is I do have those tasks running in the background all the time, and I try, it's all connected, right? In fact, in fact, when I'm writing lyrics, I imagine a film in my head. Mm-hmm. If, you read, if you read the, the lyrics of angels, mm. it's uh, essentially is so the main You
0: character. see it, you, you visualize it. Yes. You see the story. Yes, okay. exactly.
1: It's, a, it's always a story. And there is always a, a, a setting of the of the scene and then it's evolving and then there is a conclusion right it has to it has to flow and you have to be able to see it and leave that story so it's it's a conversation it's a conversation between the main character and the angel that answer all those struggles and is offering a different take on things
0: May I say um, that by visualizing the story, it, I would say it is easier to immerse yourself in a mood, in a context, maybe to remember better, better when you have just fragments of time to, to remember where you were, what you were doing. Or what Absolutely. Doing.
1: Okay. I can tell you, I, I wrote Angels late at night, well, late in the evenings, uh, one or two evenings, I cannot remember. I would say most of it was done really um, as an immediate impulse. It was at the end of the working day. So the, the studio here, the office was um, shutting down. All the people were leaving or left already. And then I started writing those words and I started seeing those images in my head. And they finished on the tube. The tube in London is the at least the one line I take. It's the noisiest place I know. Okay. And um, is it brown
0: noise think, that isolates you from the rest? No, so it's, it allows you to concentrate. Uh, it is
1: no, it's it's. Um, I think it's a little bit. I don't know if it's brown or 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 white noise. Probably. I, I don't know. I always use those headphones to to okay. limit the noise. So it's kind of, they are absorbing the high frequencies. So maybe it is brown in the end. Um, but the the thing is that I could listen very little to the music because of the raging noise in my, in my ears, but I could still leave that kind of trance state where I would see the images and then I would be able to write down the dialogue. And I don't know, I don't know if I would do it differently if I didn't have such a developed visual um, part of my brain. Probably I wouldn't. And not to say that this is the right way to be or or I am better than other people. Marco,
0: that's one of our gems. That's a gem. I mean,
1: I, I I really wanna make sure that I'm understood this is just my way and I have well, to learn. Of course, I'm
0: talking to you. Of yeah, course, yeah. No, no, way. but what I mean,
1: what I mean is it's not the right way. It's just I need to it. It's I the right way for
0: you. So it is exactly. one of the right ways. Possible. Exactly. exactly. I don't think you have to justify anything. Mm-hmm. So, Marco, um, I think we could go ahead for hours. And um, I'm already extremely satisfied uh, because... Um, after at the beginning, there was a little bit, you know, we were a little bit embarrassed that I really do not know what to say. I think we actually were able to get in the flow. So I want to thank you for that. And um, I want to ask you right now, if you can get out of the context of the, this kind of conversation and look at, the, at what we have done together in the last 30 minutes. How was it? What are we doing right now?
1: No, it was, it was great. And I think uh, if I can only, add a little bit more to the last idea, to the last concept I was trying to describe is-
0: Oh yes, please go ahead.
1: Essentially, essentially when I'm doing something, I'm trying to back it up or ins- keep the inspiration up using different senses. So if I'm working with, uh, with sounds, I'm trying to either feel some feelings or visualize some images. And and vice versa. If I'm working on an image, I'm kind of uh, hearing the sounds and uh, what the what the soundtrack could be, or I feel the wind, or you know feel the, 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 the heat of the sound. What is
0: the name of the phenomenon that happens? I don't remember. Isn't it's it synesthesia? synesthesia? Synesthesia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's not. Hearing, I don't want to <laughs> hearing sounds and watching and watching. Because but it's more watching It's, watching it, it's yeah. more like uh,
1: through my my mind's eyes. Yeah, it is intentional. It's fine. So it's, it's not a like a,
0: it's a beautiful creative uh, <laughs> exercise.
1: Yes. Yeah. And um, I think when I can reach that state, which is a little bit on on the almost like a, a trance state. When I can be in the zone, as a programmer would say, um, it's a beautiful experience, because I could lose myself in a place where there are no struggles,
0: you know. You get in the flow, you enter your own... I enter the flow,
1: I enter the flow, and I enter that grace state that the angel of the song is referring to
0: oh okay um,
1: yeah he says the only goal is this joyous dance um, there is no no um, no other goal essentially so say, what he's saying is do live your life do live the moment and try to find the goal of doing what you're doing in the simple joy of being there and experiencing it with joy, you know, dance your life. Don't it, don't look for success. It, don't look for something that's going to happen tomorrow. It seems,
0: like, it seems like we are doing exactly that thing right now. Yeah, because just yeah. we wanted to do that. Okay, um, yeah. so we we, we have. A, uh, I don't know. Steve, we have a thing. We have a musical score <laughs> for this for this first episode. This is. This is quite yeah, it cool. be
1: good. It would be good to share it for sure. This is quite yeah. cool. And it's also interesting because we've done, uh, I, I've involved a very good friend of mine, Alex Popescu, which is an incredible talent. He's uh, you know, a, a wonderful um, supervisor working in visual effects with a ton of experience, but also is a, a film director. And he's been using Unreal Engine to to create this very visionary uh, video clip for the song, and both Frank and myself were amazed how he managed to represent through metaphors, but in a, in a sort of very f- filmic, cinematic way those concepts and uh, and. Um, you know the character trying to get away from from his demons and then
0: and then meeting the angel okay a note to ourselves uh, to me and for the future for the future episode is to try to compare the creative approach you mentioned in trying to visualize the story for a song and I wanna ask you if it is possible or if it is useful to do the opposite, to try to imagine the music for a visual, an audiovisual sequence that I have to create. Of course. And uh, I would like you, I really would love, maybe we, we, I mean, I don't care if we record it or not, to make this comparison in those two approaches and workflows to see what can happen. I think this is, I don't know what's happening there, but I, I find it really inspiring.
1: Well, some people are saying that music already exists and it's in the aether, and uh, we are just channeling it. We are just, um, we're just vessels, right? And I don't know if this is true or not, but certainly feels like that. And, um, and I think it's, you can also work the other way around and you can use music as a source of inspiration. You can build images. I think we all do. do. I'm
0: I'm finally not agreeing with you because I don't believe in magic. I might be not very very romantic. I'm not saying... I believe in the the choices that you make by choosing certain sounds and certain feelings to create something out of nothing. It's you. you I'm
1: not saying I'm saying I, I believe in those things, but what I say is that the feeling of creating it sometimes can, can become a little bit surprising. And here I'm kind of uh, negating what I said at the beginning. So maybe I should rectify. Let's say it's a bit more surprising if in the process you have to deal with another creator because you may that person may put, bumps in a road that may become too smooth with time and those bumps may actually give you good opportunities to to change the usual ways right so but you still you still can be surprised by if you if your process allows for epi accidents for instance it it can be very very interesting
0: But ross Hi. Uh, What have you learned, if any, by this uh, creative and artistic surprise that you think you can apply or can change your attitude towards your musical art and your visual arts and the professional field?
1: It's a never-ending learning exercise. I think I'm certainly not the same person I was 10 years ago or 20 years ago, I think I approached creating with a completely different mindset. I think I still have a little bit of pressure that I put on myself, but I think I've removed a lot of expectations and that freed me up quite a lot and made it uh, more enjoyable as a process. And, and that's something I've learned. It's, it's been a very hard lesson to learn, but I've learned you know, in, in, in the space of 10, 20 years, it took me a long time. Then the minutiae of uh, which process I'm using, which approach, I try to not have one. I try to have many, I try to interchange them. I try to mix them and, uh, and create variety and, um, And I do, I did build some confidence, but I also try to not be overly confident and just rely on a a recipe. That would be really, really bad.
0: It seems like you are at the level of mastery. What are the most recurring patterns you have identified in having this variety of approaches? Uh, On which field, on music? Whatever okay. things you are, cre- whatever things you are creating.
1: I don't know. I mean, when uh, first of all, you can be inspired by something, right? So, I can be if I'm writing, um, and I will have to jump in a minute. If I'm writing uh, a, a soundtrack, I may be looking for sounds that inspire me, but also I would try to focus really hard on the feelings. I could be looking for chord progressions, so the harmony. I could be... Well, the most important thing you have to do when you're collaborating with someone that is making a movie is to have a conversation with that person and, and yeah. talk about what the film is about, what the emotions of the characters are in that specific moment in time. Of Essentially, the, the context said, is important. It's actually music, it's, uh, as Hans Zimmer stated multiple times, music is the perfect language for emotions. And uh, it's a very bad language for technical things, right? You cannot describe how an engine is built with music, but you can describe how someone is feeling. Mm -hmm. And that makes it incredibly powerful and um, subliminal. And you have to also be able to dose how... Evident, the music is. Sometimes you yeah. have to stay subliminal if you're doing a soundtrack. Obviously, if you're doing a song, it's a completely different story. You're you're looking at at feeling the whole spectrum, but you also want to do it slowly. You want to get there. You don't want to necessarily use all your tools yes. in the first place. You want to build up
0: moderation and incrementalism and. and- Exactly, and then and then you narrative. have
1: to read, exactly you have to bring the audience
0: to the emotional
1: level that you have in yes. mind. But it's you cannot expect them to be there at the beginning. You have to hold their yes. hands and go through a journey. That's why it's it's always yes. good to visualize a journey, right? Um, with visual arts, it can be very very different. It depends what you're doing. If I'm working on a on a film on shots. I, it's very obvious, you're doing a little piece of a massive puzzle. And you have to do it with craftsmanship and, uh, and the understanding of the context seems to be less important because there are people which are telling you, uh, which are focusing on that aspect on the continuity aspect. So as long as you're hitting the brief, you should be fine. But again, it's in the end, in the end, it all funnels out into human perception. So what I try to remember is, how do we human perceive the world outside us? And it's through contrast. It's the journey is very, very important. And um, there are aspects which are really, Linking visuals and and sounds and words, you have to suggest something sometimes without being too obvious. But yeah, it's a different uh, it's a different topic, and I think we we can spend another time, hour. I just wanna
0: have... just wanna stress out that Indian it is communication. It's it is
1: communication, and yes, visual
0: communication. Is. But this, if you are a noter, only it's important what you are perceiving, but how you wanna to convey to an audience, and then you mm-hmm. have to verify that it's conveyed in the way that you want it. This is really difficult yeah. to, to control. This is absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Now, Marco, if I if I invite you to participate next week same time, will you join me?
1: Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? We've been doing it for 25 years, right? So I cannot let you down.
0: Can now. we do, can we do that for 25 <coughs> years, please? What are the, the next uh, one or two things you would like to discuss about next time? Uh, let me think about it. Now I need to jump off. Okay. So, uh, can you tell me a name of somebody I should invite to this?
1: Uh, I'll think about it and then Very we good. can do that. Okay.
0: Marco, uh, thank you for your time. I really appreciate that. Um, it took us uh, 25 years to do this so I'm really proud and happy have a great day ciao thank you bye 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 bye